0: If nothing else from this seminar, I want you to figure out what the hell do you want? Not what you think you can get. What do you want? We say to make a paradigm shift, that's what you're doing. You're gonna learn exactly how to do it here today.
1: I am actually stealing the show today and (laughs) Uh, interviewing my dad Brian with some questions that I actually had on on a, a live Facebook post that were really relevant to um, our audience that we wanted to share with you guys. So um, the first one that was really important that we saw was you know several people commented on the post and what the post was was what is the difference between a wealthy mindset? It wasn't even mindset. What's the difference between a wealthy person and a broke person? And a lot of people said mindset, right? And you guys are, are very fortunate. You, you've had a little bit of a taste as to what that is and what that looks like. Um, but today we wanted to go deeper into that. So what hmm. exactly is the wealthy mindset in comparison to a broke mindset?
0: Yeah, it was a really good question that the, um, Maddie's uh, peeps had there on, on the mindset. And some of you guys know this from, from working with us here, but the wealth mindset is not, it's not what most people think. A lot of people think wealth equals money. Right, we were talking about a lot of people that are millionaires, like with a couple million dollars. They think that they're wealthy, but the, a lot of them probably are not. So, a wealth mindset is really digging a lot deeper. See, most billionaires have a wealth mindset. Now, it's not because they have a lot of money; they have a lot of money because of their mindset as a result, right? So, they don't get the they don't get the awareness from being a billionaire. They got the awareness when they were broke and became a billionaire. So a wealth mindset is really understanding some of the universal laws and principles that we teach here in the Matrix Mindset Academy. But it's also understanding that, that wealth is, more has to do with love and health, physical fitness, philanthropy, love, your family, your friends, living at that very high vibration and pulling people with you on that journey. See, life breeds life. And that's really, when you're in a wealth mindset, it's more about all of that and the money is actually a side effect of helping a lot of people in some way, shape, or form. Um, so that's really the biggest difference between a, a broke mindset and a wealth mindset.
1: Awesome. Um, the second one, which is kind, of, kind of relates to the first one, was that wealthy people make more money. Mm. Which I think is a common belief for society. But what are your thoughts around that?
0: Well, Gandhi was broke. <laughs> right? Gandhi was broke and he led 200 million people. Think about that. Yeah. And he was very, he was one of the wealthiest people on this that ever lived in history, but he didn't have any he didn't have any possessions. So so there it is. I mean that's probably the big, biggest example. You could you know there's there's people that are in, in Nigeria and tribes that, that don't have homes and running water that are extremely wealthy. They have love. They have community. They, they have faith. They believe in God and, and they, they they believe in community. They're always happy and smiling. They they you know hunt for their food and they and they gather and they communicate. They don't have traffic jams, frustration, stress, diabetes, cancer, all the stuff we get from the mental environment of our mind. So again, wealth is subjective, guys. Uh, We put so much pressure on ourselves during money that we kill ourselves, literally, stressing, right? And you can't make, I shouldn't say that, it's hard to make a lot of money in a stressed-out body, stressed-out environment. Some people do stress out and become millionaires and then die. (laughs) But um, the wealth mindset is understanding calm and ease, and just being, um, you know, very just very calm and just helping people in service to many leads to greatness. So I would say that's probably the, again, the biggest difference. You know? So
1: would you say so? I'm, from what I'm understanding is a wealthy a wealthy mindset is really the total the overall human experience.
0: Exactly. Checking yeah, checking off
1: all pillars of, of life. Yep,
0: yep. It's more about being in harmony with your family and your friends and helping people and your fitness, and then obviously taking action and having a business or a job that, that provides income. And uh, ideally, you provide an excessive amount of income so you can impact other human beings. See, that's what philanthropy is. If I was to say, what is a wealth mindset? I would say philanthropy. You know, look up Richard Branson. Look up Bob Proctor. Look up Damon John, the people that I work with. Watch their lifestyles. That, that's true wealth. Like Damon John, he's like, I don't need a jet. He's like, I, I could buy 10 jets. But that doesn't make sense. Why would I spend $54,000 one way from New York to Los Angeles when I could donate that to charity? See, that's, that's wealthy. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Thank you. Um, so, the next one was wealthy people think differently and take risks. Mm. And broke people are afraid to take risks. And I have a follow-on question after this one. Yeah,
0: that's really a good one because, see, risk is subjective. What I mean by that, it's all in the eye of the beholder. Because um, I worked at GE for 10 years and it was a country club. I loved the job from 17 to 28. I was there in my ute. And... Uh, it was a country club, it was awesome, you know, uh, this was is, this is back in the um, 80s, you know, I was making good money, um, six weeks vacation, I mean all of it, but it was an invisible prison because the idea, and we all go through this, right, grade school, high school, college, get a job, work 40 years, try to save up a few million dollars and retire. Well, planning to retire is like planning to die, even the word retire, right, uh, that's not what we want to do. What we want to do is fall in love with what you, something that you love to do and then do that forever. The money will come as a side effect. So risk is subjective because I could have stayed well actually GE closed thank God they did because I probably wouldn't have had a pattern interrupt or, or anything in my life I wouldn't have a software company, I wouldn't have a clothing company, I wouldn't be working with my daughter, I wouldn't know Bob Damon, all these people. my entire life would have been very very small and fine, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with working guys don't don't mis misunderstand here, but thank God that that closed and, and GE closed and caused a pattern interrupt because I now know it's more risky not to live. It's more risky not to try and start the company and lose $100,000 like I have. That's more risky because that's living and learning. Now the only reason I have you know, multiple seven figure businesses is because I I lost you know, six figures a couple of times trying things, you see what I mean? So risk is all subjective. We're all gonna die in the end anyway. Can't take the money with you, what's the point? Uh, it's more risky in my opinion and what we work with here not to live and not to try things
1: so so assuming all of you guys on here are are here because you want to develop a wealthy mindset you want to become wealthy do you have to be obviously i don't have 100k mm. to invest right i'm assuming most of you guys don't either so how to what extent do we need to be risk takers in order to be wealthy and like what kind of risks should be should we be taking yeah
0: no, guys, listen, If you, everybody has to balance their finances. I don't want people going into foreclosure over this. Yeah. But mo- most times entrepreneurs, including Damon John, like he started with $40 and they built FUBU, which is a $6 billion clothing company. So they they managed money. They ran out of money three times and they, they hustled and they worked during it. But an entrepreneur will work 100 hours a week for two years straight. They'll do something on the side. They'll talk to their family and say, listen, this is going to be a rough go. I love you. I'm going to make some moves and we're going to make some shit happen. So you don't have to risk capital. Uh, the risk might be your, your, your time, which is, you know, that's your time. Um, so don't, don't confuse that. I just think it's more risky not to try something. Just to be comfortable, grind away at a job you hate, driving to work, right? You're causing destruction, every single cell in your body doing that. Uh, so to me, it's more risky not to try things. But yeah. that doesn't necessarily mean you need any money. You don't need any money to get into real estate. You only need a couple hundred dollars to get into network marketing. So it's not, it's not a risking of money. I've risked money, and I, I continue to, but I, I, I obviously I earned it first before I was able to risk it. So hopefully that helps clarify. Yeah, you know? that
1: does, that does. Um, so another person commented, there's no difference with that. Um, the only difference is the upbringings of the people. What do you have to say? About so that's
0: that, an environmental upbringing? thing, yeah. Now this is true, and you guys know this from, uh, from paradigm shifting and environment. Environment is stronger than heredity. So that person that commented was right. Um, A lot of times wealthy people are born in a a good environment, actually it's probably not that many people to be honest with you, if you look at statistics, three out of four self-made millionaires are immigrants that came from poverty in this country. Mm -hmm. So environment is very, very strong and if we don't know about this stuff, environment can rule your whole life, where you grew up, your parents. What you, th- what you think about earning money. If your parents were obese and they fed you a bunch of shit when you were a baby and you're obese now. That's an environmental thing. And that programming is locked in deep. Now, we can change it and by being here on the Matrix Mindset Academy. is what we do. You get information from people that have demonstrated like, if you want to lose weight, that's like, well, I could probably show you how to do that, right? There's a reason why Maddie <laughs> is a fitness competitor. She grew up in a healthy environment with me and her mom, right? She wasn't subjected to a lot of things that would have made her obese. There's a reason she has five revenue streams. Both her uh, mom and myself were entrepreneurs and are entrepreneurs. So that's environment, right? But if you don't grow up in an environment, that environment, you can change it. That's what we do here. That's why we have this lifelong program together because it might take a year of reconditioning your mind to get you to have a paradigm shift um, about income, about your health, about love, wealth, all this stuff. So guys, um, environment is the strongest thing out there, but you can change it. And your mental environment is the biggest key, right? We have all kinds of things like the water we drink, the food, our house, the neighborhood, our job. Those are all environmental things. But your mindset is the biggest part of your environment. Because uh, like, Victor Frankl went through the Holocaust. He's a Viennese psychiatrist who went through the Holocaust. Um, everybody around him died, you know, frozen, shot, beaten, tortured. Um, but he knew this information uh, before... And um, because of his mindset, his mental environment, he didn't have PTSD. He wrote books. He went on to help people. He held on to hope, faith, love, and happiness during four years of the Holocaust. So that's how strong this stuff is that we teach about shifting your paradigm and changing your, your mental uh, environment.
1: Yeah. So even as as blessed as I was with my upbringing and, and having the parents that I did, I still had my own paradigms to overcome. And I actually... Um, once I started studying this stuff, I actually ended up rejecting it because I soon realized that I did have the power to change my entire environment and it was a lot on my shoulders. So I kind of stopped studying this stuff, which I don't recommend. Um, But how long, like what should they expect? You know what I'm saying? Because paradigms are so deep rooted Mm. and I didn't fully understand like what that meant, like and how strong, like they can literally convince you that wealth mindset isn't the thing for you. Like they can really be strong. So shed a little bit of light of, like what to expect how long like
0: how... well yeah it's a great question generally speaking i mean when i started talking to you about this stuff i mean you were like 10 12 years old but really strong when you were 18 is when i became a lot more aware of this stuff myself yeah so you you didn't have a lot of strong paradigms believe it or not right. yours were very very easy to change you might have thought they were hard but your results would say that they weren't in a very short period of time you